You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You insisted on starting Don't you this love one. It. This, this, you're never allowed to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, back. Man. He's back. back. I'm back. I've made it. I'm alive. I've crossed the world twice uh, and survived. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> awesome, man. Welcome back. Thank Dude, you. And how much New Japan content do we have to talk about over the last three and a half weeks? Quite, since you've been gone quite a lot we, <laughs> quite a lot i don't have, think there's enough time <laughs> there's there's the one the one thing that everyone's talking about right now the one thing that man you had the opportunity to witness it live hinari got a five-star match boom oh yeah i i mean i did have the ability to to witness it live <laughs> because i was in a plane when it happened but um Fuck that. I, I have since watched that match and absolutely loved it, man. That was killer. You, you watched the whole thing? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I man. Did. He fucking, he killed that dude. Him and Shingo. Him and Shingo was... fucking were magic, bro. So good. And so it's, good. And I, um, has, has anything else happened? Uh, a couple of things, I guess. That was like the main thing, I would say. <laughs> um, yep. But like... Like, he killed it, man. And the, the great thing about New Japan, and I, and I, I said this to him, like... The that was like his sort of ongoing story, right? Like he kept running up against Shingo as like that next step to level up, and he kept getting pushed down. Like Shingo felt like his ceiling for a time, right? Like he was his boss, kind of thing, his final boss. And then for him to beat him in the New Japan Cup, that was like a huge step up. And then even though he didn't win that KOPW match, he absolutely showed everybody who the fuck he was opened a lot of fucking eyes man yeah, Opened a lot yeah, of eyes exactly i was fortunate enough to to catch up with aaron um but like a, a little while after sakura genesis we we caught up for breakfast and had like an amazing morning um i hadn't seen him since jesus 20 well in person i mean we just i don't know a while. Anyway, a long time. In Japan, years and years, like, you know, four or five years, but, like, I'd seen him in Perth and stuff. Um, but so we caught, we caught up. A, he's like, oh, yeah, come meet me at this station or whatever. So me and Amy get on the train and we cruise over and meet him. And I go, how will we find him? Because it's pretty busy. And Amy's like, I think he'll stand out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that, that's fucking fair. <laughs> 
And he obviously did because he's a, a huge mountain of a dude. Plus, uh, he made the joke. He's like, plus uh, all us Kiwis dress exactly the same, you know, short shorts, athletic gear kind of thing. Like, it was very obvious <laughs> who he was. And, dude, we had just such a fucking great morning, like, catching up, grabbed a coffee, walked along the river with him, like, to the dojo. He was heading to training, just just catching up and talking. And he was, he was telling me that match he had bronchitis, eh? Nobody got time for that. He went to hospital oh after that God. match, straight up. Like that, that fucking warrior, dude. That's what that fucking shit is. That that's who he is. You know what I mean? He is like, he's like, fuck. Well, I, I, mean, I had to pull you, it out. You got to take those opportunities when you got him. Like he he couldn't just be like, sorry, I'm sick. The biggest match of my career. Sorry, I I don't feel good. He's got to go out there and fucking show. And he showed out, man. Good for him. Absolutely. Fucking sick as a dog. Dude, I wouldn't have got off my fucking bed. No. I would I would have stayed there all day playing on my fucking phone, surfing Twitter, talking shit. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, no him, man. man. Nah, he's got that warrior spirit. Dude. I'd have been I'd have been two seasons deep in the community on Netflix or something. <laughs> Fuck that. And you know what? Like he he's been waiting for it too, man. They were supposed to pull that trigger fucking years ago. And COVID happened, so like there's no point. There's nobody in the houses. Why would you? So he was just like, you know, in a holding pattern for years. And he has been, you know what I mean? So like to see him get there and deliver like that and to be given that opportunity was just super cool. And yeah, it it was like catch up with my bud and like just fucking catch up on his life and fucking talking shit and stuff. It was just a great morning, like absolutely awesome morning to, to see him and to learn about what everything's been going on. But yeah. Sorry, I've immediately derailed the show. If I could talk about that, but it, um, yeah, I can't recommend. It. If if people haven't watched that match, go check out that. It was Road to Secure Genesis, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to look up the exact night, but you'd be able to find it. It's the um, Ultimate Triad match Shingo. between Shingo, yeah, Shingo versus Aaron Hanari Ultimate Triad. You have to get a pinfall, a submission, and a ref stoppage in order to win the match. Not in in any order you want. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be consecutive. You just score them throughout the throughout the match. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's it's like what forty minutes of just madness. And what a fucking they just match, dude. Beat the ever living fuck out of each other, dude. There's one point where they just start throwing hands. Like uh, I saw an RA and shared it, and he was like, "Welcome to my world." It was just him fucking squaring up, and they're just fucking punching each other in the head. Oh, he's like, "I'm gonna break your liver." Yeah, yeah, Bang. yeah. Oh, he gives him that body shot and just drops him like a sack of shit. It was fucking awesome, dude. It, it was so good. The best part of that was like the delayed reaction. Like he hits him, and she goes like, "Ugh, oh." He's like, "Oh, that was." Oh wait, no, that was really bad. And Shingo, man, what can you fucking say about that guy? And then last night, um, you obviously haven't had a chance to to see it, but in last night's match, they they riffed on the same thing. The the, um, the match with Tai Chi was those same three options, but also TKO and also count out. So there was five ways to win, but you had to get best of three out of those five potential ways. Ooh. It had a near count out. That was fucking the closest I've ever seen in the I've world. I've seen everyone. Everyone on Twitter is like, "That is the Kurt Angle kick out of fucking of, 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 sl- of countouts." Oh, yeah, exactly. Slide in. It was like nineteen point nine nine. Like it was fucking <laughs> unbelievable how close yeah. it was. I saw someone saying you got to throw the entire like countout fake away, like because you're done now. 
Yeah. It can't be topped. It's done. Yeah. The he, whole the whole shtick, the whole gimmick is finished. Yeah. No he, one can ever do it again. He just killed it because he did it perfect. He did it at the exact exact second. That's it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, and then um obviously by the time we release this, you know, spoilers will be out and things like that. But um congratulations to the holy emperor that is Tai Chi fucking taking the KOPW belt for the first time. I mean, he's obviously held KOPW, but the first time he's held that belt. Um, and I wanted to take that opportunity to read uh, Chris Child had put out a tweet of what Taichi said after the match, and I thought it was really cool. Um, I shared it on our Twitter. Um, Taichi said... At Okada Shorts. Yeah, at Okada Shorts. Um, Chris Childed had said... Uh, that Tai Chi had said after the match, he said, it might not be the IWGP World Heavyweight title. It might be blue, might not have the history, but Takagi elevated this to an incredible level, and I treat it as just as important. We're all now running on a level one step higher. So, yeah, that's that's the vibe. Absolutely fucking true. That, like, just five guys are given right now. You know what I mean? They've said they're going to change the... New Japan, you know, for everybody, everything that happened with Sonata, and then now, and then now, fucking uh, Tai Chi taking that, and then that starts to cloud it, right? Because Hiromu has, you know, has to go through Katamaru to get to Sonata. Just fucking Katamaru take his first junior title. Like, there's obviously now, like the five guys are now have now become like a fucking dangerous unit. You know, and, and it's like yeah. the topic in the source. It's like everybody's joking about them and stuff, but it's like suddenly they're all training together. They're working together. They're winning titles. And you're like, okay, maybe these guys aren't a fucking joke anymore. You know, like maybe this is mm-hmm. one of the most dangerous units in New Japan, which is pretty amazing. And you know That's what else was cool? Wild. Because they had the TKO stipulation, both factions were side of ring. Like they were ringside they had a towel too to potentially like throw in, you know, like if it got to thing and like, you know, uh, Sonata was saying how, you know, LIJ didn't support him and stuff, but when Shingo went down, the whole crew were there with him, you know what I mean? And then all the guys were there with Tai Chi. So yeah, there's things at play and it's uh it's very interesting. I dig it, man. It's, it's like just five guys have discovered the secret sauce, you know, yeah. for, for New Japan. The only thing they haven't discovered is a good... I'm still making jokes. I don't care. I know. Well, <laughs> hilarious. But the only thing they haven't discovered is a good fucking faction name, I would say. <gasps> Ouch. <laughs> that tea is hot. It is, uh, it is dumb, though. But, I mean... You, you, <laughs> you're like, not. It's dumb, though. It, don't even worry about but it. But you persevere long enough and it, I guess it will become cool. You know, maybe. Yeah. I want to play... I want to play a game... I don't think we'll have time to do it today, but next time we record, mm-hmm. I want to play a game um, and, and and we're going to see where the factions really do fall and uh, things might change a lot between here and there. So it's probably best we don't do it today, Yeah, but um, that's, that's next, that's next episode along with our year in review will be next episode, <laughs> 2022 year in review. Our episode. year in review will be 2023 year in review. <laughs> <this time. laughs> but, but here we are. And what I should tell you right now is that it's, the boys from the shorts, your, your good friend, Rafe, <laughs> sorry, God damn it. We're out of practice. Yeah. I'm your good friend, Curtis good friend. Spears. That's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. What up? We are the international wrestling grand pricks, the Kings of Podsaw, the King of shorts, 
the Okada Shorts Boys here on the beautiful Count Out Podcasting Network. Uh, and man, it's God, I'm so out of fucking out of sorts with it's that. It's been a long time, man. It's been like over a month since we've been on this, you know? Yeah. Since, well, since we've been on together. Yeah. You, you know what's fun? You know what's fun? Mm. Some of the things, of course, some of the things we've predicted have come true. Of course, like we talked about Sonata. Sonata became the world champion. You you were there. You saw it all. Everyone sure kind of everyone kind of saw it coming. One, you know, the writing was on the wall once he was Mr. Handsome Sonata Man. But some other some other beautiful things have happened in between time. Last time we were on this podcast together, mm. I said to you that I wanted Drilla Dan Maloney in New Japan. I said I want New you Japan to get that. a sniff at Drilla Dan Maloney. Uh-huh. Guess what happens? Oh my yeah. goodness. Drilla Dan Maloney, newest member of the United Empire, beats Francesco Akira mm-hmm. at uh, the Revolution Rumble, is instantly handed an armband by Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. and starts uh, seconding the uh, the champion of the British, the Great Ocon, uh, to the ring later on that night. Drilla Dan Maloney will now be in the best of the Super Juniors. Oh! See, that's sick. And see, so I... I... Who's got, the stonks? You, Who's he, got the stonks? He has. I got the stonks. I, I'm besides what you've told me, I I'm not really familiar with Driller, so I'm very interested to see what he is gonna Dude, bring to the mix. Driller got the power. Driller got power. Are we talking Dude, like he's gonna be a Connor's power, like oh, <laughs> well, probably. I've seen his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> no, like Driller, uh, Driller, like. Last time, last time I saw him, no, sorry, a couple of times ago, last time I saw him, so it was 2020, February 14th, 2020, my wife took me to see a Rev Pro show for uh, for our Valentine's Day. God bless her. I love her the Romantic. most. I know, right? And uh, it was the last show I saw. It was the last wrestling show I saw for like three years. But um, uh, Drilla, Drilla was there. It was Drilla versus Cobb, actually. Oh, wow. And like. Drilla like manhandled Jeff Cobb was throwing Jeff Cobb around as easily as Cobb was throwing him around. Right. It was fucking wild, dude. Why is Drilla a junior then? Or is he like a little that's bit what short? I said. Is he short of stature or he's he's a little bit short, but like I mean, he's I don't think he's like shorter than like five ten, five eleven. Are you thinking this he's, is like a like Shingo was a junior? It's like that kind of thing, like bring him in and start him there and then, you know. It might be, dude. Is a, he's fucking he's rigged out, fucking yoked, fucking country strong, like he's gonna he's gonna take some of those dudes in in his B block, yeah. and just awesome. yeet them into the sun. It's gonna yeah. be fucking amazing. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. Well, I let, can't wait for it. I let's. Um, it. I'm sure we've got plenty to talk about about the best of the Super Juniors announcements. Yeah. So maybe we'll. Let's look at it sort of chronologically. Let's maybe start at Sakura Genesis and our, thought, Sakura Genesis. our thoughts on on that. And I can sort of tell you what it was like being in the building. Uh, and then we'll lead through everything that has sort of happened since then. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you mm. about a, a big the big question coming out of Sakura Genesis. Mm-hmm. The disconnect between Western fans and the home fans. Okay. Western fans are fucking like 
Sonata. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, there's, there's always going to be a couple that are like, I knew it all along. Mm -hmm. Like, but you were in the building Mm -hmm. and I, I was watching, I heard that ovation. Oh, he's when Sonata won over like in a, they love him. They absolutely love him. Yeah. So it was hard not to be like swept up in it. You know what I mean? Like, because imagine, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it's that thing, right? Like, because the way Japanese people are is different to the way Western people are. So maybe they appreciate that sort of, you know, quiet sort of reserved kind of thing because it's how many of them are, you know? So maybe that charisma speaks to them in a way that we don't always understand, you know? Um, but he's Do, definitely the guys him like over. Yeah. Do uh do you think that it is a better plan for them to really give the Japanese fans what they want, even though it is kind of it's it's making every all the Western fans kind of look at them sideways. Um, I mean, like you've got a, a major cross promotion coming up with forbidden door two. Like what's Sonata going to do at forbidden door two? Like mm. he's, he's not Okada. He's not Jay white. He's not, I say, you know, one of these crossover stars like is the Western audience, which is who we talk to. It's, we are the Western audience. Mm-hmm. Like what is it? Is it, I don't want to say they're alienating the Western audience because mm-hmm. like, they they want to they want to give that outreach. That's why they have a major Western star like uh, Mercedes Monet on their shows. Is it worth cultivating that fan base back at home? To to and risking uh, putting up blinders for people in the Western audience. I I don't think. New Japan, like, super concern themselves with things like that. They tend to back in their own stories and what they're doing and just persevere with it. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we're doing and this is what's happening and this is it's what it is, you know? Um, I if, if they have plans for a long-term Sonata situation here, I don't see them flipping it just to suit the AEW show. You know what I mean? They'll be like, you know what? He's yeah. our guy. We're backing him in. He's rigged out. He's a good-looking guy. Everybody likes him. They can just get on board, you know? what? What's so interesting about the Sonata thing is that he's just so unproven, and that, seem, that seems like a weird thing to say for somebody that's, you know, been with the company for like seven years. But we're essentially dealing with a completely new entity, you know? Like uh, people have said like oh, do you regret saying that, you know, Sonata was your worst case scenario for, like, you know, that was a quote that, <laughs> that caught us a lot of, you know, interest and, and conversation with people and stuff like that. Like, how can you say Sonata's the worst case scenario? And at the time, like, cold scale Sonata, for me, yeah. was the worst case scenario. He's not that Spiky person anymore. Spiky blonde beard Sonata was, yeah. Exactly. To be where he is now, they had to change every single thing about him to be where he is now. So I feel that that completely validates everything that I said about him because 
they did. They changed all the things that I criticized, you know. And it, some of it, some of it for the worst, and some of it for for the very, 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 very worst. Yeah, uh, and some of it for the best. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like that the, new theme song is fucking trash. That shit is bunk. I mean, I've get only, that shit the fuck out of here. I've only really heard it in in the room, and it was sort of hard to hear. And I was like, this don't sound good. Um, but yeah, I have to have to give that a proper listen. But you know what I mean? It's like. I think they've taken him to a place now where I'm curious to see what he can do. And I think he had a really good match with Okada. Cool. That's one one of four that was good or whatever. You know what I mean? And so it's like yeah. it's a it's one thing to deliver that match, deliver the look, carry the belt, do all those things. Now can you carry New Japan on your back? Can you be the guy who headlines the event and delivers absolute bangers every time like an Okada does, you know? And we just don't know because we haven't seen it yet. So that's what's going to be the most interesting thing about his reign, whether he can just go on to completely shock us all and be like, he has been the guy. He's been waiting. He's been in that gimmick. He's, you know, been the cold skull. It was all a creative decision. He's always been ready to go, and now we're going to see that from him. Or it'll fall back into tropes and stuff, and it just won't be it. And so that that still remains to be and, seen. But I, I'm and you're ready to find out, right? I'm always ready to find out. You know, I'm okay. every complaint I've ever had has been like, do something. Fucking, I don't see the effort. All these kind of things. I saw effort when I was in the the room. You know what I mean? I. I, they've changed his look, they've changed his faction, they've changed how he wrestles, they've changed his finishing move. Like, it's a new fucking wrestler. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like they, they could have just as easy not elevated him and brought in an entirely new character to be where they are now. So we're just going to have to see. And, I mean, I'm excited to see where it is. Like, am I the like suddenly a huge fan? Absolutely not. But I'm open to see where he goes. You know what I mean? Like I say, I never hate any of the New Japan roster. I love them all in their own way, you know? So I'm I'm very excited. And being there in the building, I mean, how many times in my life am I going to get the opportunity to see the IWGP title change hands? In yep. reality, I've seen it happen three times. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't happen very often. I was lucky enough. I've seen, I've seen Okada retain uh, in the Tokyo Dome. I've seen uh, Tanahashi win the title off uh, off Omega. I've seen Naito win the title off well, titles off Okada. Um, I saw, yeah. And is there anyone else? And then I saw Sonata win the title of Okada. So, you know, there's some big wins there and that title doesn't change hands a lot. It's been a little bit more frequent lately, but you know what I mean? So maybe he's about to go on a dynasty-like run we've never seen and be the champion for the next two years. So who knows? <laughs> well, that's that's a good way to put it is, you know, yeah, like Cold Skull Sonata was a, a flop with the West. Let's see if Super Captain Handsome can be... Uh, a hit in the West. Maybe, or or is he just a placeholder? Like, because Okada is talking about, like, I'm going to now focus on tag wrestling or whatever. Like, it seems like he's bowing out of the title picture for a second. So who's Sonata really up against? Are we leading to Will Ospreay? Because he was, him and Sonata were supposed to go at it in 
the New Japan Cup, and then Will got injured, uh, and so they didn't. And I, I believe it was going to be Sonata overcoming Will, like you know, to get to where he was. And so, what will happen when they actually meet in like a title situation? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's a great story that you're, you're going to be pulling from you know the New Japan Cup two years ago when Sonata got his face broke. Yeah, so exactly. And then, cool. and then they were going to run into cool. each other again because Sonata's story in the New Japan Cup was he goes up against Tai Chi's friend. He shows him, like, you know, that he he's like pulls the fire out of him. Then he, you know, he fights uh, Kenta in the longest, worst match in human history. Uh, trying to be himself, yeah. yeah and he, But he's like, maybe I should wrestle good instead of bad. That was, that was the, the story <laughs> of that match. He goes, I tried to go back to my old bad ways and it wasn't fun. And, um, and what do we say? Go to jail. Exactly. You go to jail. You go literally go to jail. Uh, then, go to jail. And then he wrestles uh, Naito, overcomes the leader of his faction, and then it, I think it was supposed to be Will Ospreay and then, you know, the, the final. But in reality, he, he wrestles Davis, who gave him one of his best matches ever. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's this story of, of Sonata leveling up and becoming better through, you know, his friendship with Tai Chi and everything like that. So... Where where he is when he's on top and he's defending is something completely different. I love it, man. That's um, great. Uh, another great thing from Sakura Genesis, mm-hmm. while we're on it, mm-hmm. uh, the boys, the absolute boys, Aussie Open, the lads, finally capture IWGP Tag Team Championship gold. Fuck, tell me, tell me. The beauty in your heart, in your in your down under heart. I'm sure it's upside down on the map. How much did you love this? The 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 Aussie pride was flowing through me, and it was really fun as well. Like Amy's been a bit out in New Japan. Chris and Adele um, don't watch it at all, and watching them from the start of that match, being like, "Who are these dudes?" to by the end, just going crazy was was really cool. That match took you on a journey. Um, I really wanted to find time to watch it back on New Japan World, um, well, the, the entire show before we got on here, but it just wasn't possible with um, with what my schedule was. But I still need to rewatch the whole show, you know, not from a balcony in the room. Um, but I'm sure the match read just as well uh, in real life. <laughs> I mean, on the on the thing as it did in real life because it was it was so good, dude. It was a, a beautiful beautiful time yeah. i loved that match it's great it was so good um and yoshihashi and and goto have leveled up so much they were they were really really good at that yeah it's and it who to thunk fucking new japan is the tag team company right now i know i love you it know? it's just one of their most neglected fucking things normally and they're absolutely killing it um they absolutely they retained against TMDK last night. I didn't get a chance to see that match, but I'm really looking forward to to watching it because I bet it's an absolute banger. Yeah. You got the day off today? You do have the day I off. I do, yeah. Schedule. Sort of my first ever weekend. Um, I think I – I don't know if I told you this. I managed to find, I swear, the last Jonah TMDK shirt in Japan because it's not in the New what? Japan shores or anything, and I was in G-Store – and they had like a clearance shelf and there was one on there in XL, which is the, you know, I'd normally be a large, but I need like a Japanese XL on special for like 25 bucks. Fucking the, you know, black, 
black and white TMDK logo, the jaws on the back. I was fucking stoked. Oh, dude, that shirt's fucking hot. I man. know, and it's it's done now, so I'm very pumped on that. Yeah, I don't play. I got I got one of my new shirts that I got here. Check this shit out. Oh, that's a cool. That's a cool. Is that a jumper? Rocking the fucking yeah, Rev it's, it's Pro long sleeve, son. Oh shit! No, it's a long sleeve, long sleeve crew neck. That's it. And then uh, I got a I got an Antonio Inoki shirt as well, memorial shirt. Mm-hmm. Very that's cool. cool. I actually got some good merch. I got a big Van Vader shirt by Hardcore Chocolate, which are like a wrestling brand. There, we went to their store. That's sick. And on the back, it's got uh, him in the like with the big head thing on the, and the, the mastodon helmet uh, yeah and the dates of the tour or something like that and amy oh, got awesome. like an off-white currican hall shirt so it's currican hall it's got a picture of the ring and it's got like the seating chart underneath it <laughs> it's fucking oh, awesome red. yeah it's so cool i saw someone someone online was selling um selling hoodies that just had the like east sign oh, that's cool that's from, so from, cool oh man i wanted one so bad but yeah. they like the dude was like oh no they're sold out and i was like then why is it still on your fucking website bro why is it there you brother um i fucking bought a strong style shirt from suzuki uh at his pile driver store which is really cool uh, is he like like <laughs> so i'm sure that new japan can also sell the strong style merch this time right that's, yeah that's what's going it's a, down there. it had the new japan logo right. on it it's the first time i've been able to buy new japan merch from suzuki's store so like right. i was saying to you Suzuki guns probably probably gone because of the merch rights kind of thing. I think I was, you know, it wouldn't have been the entire decision, but that definitely played a part because his new faction can now be sold in his store and in the New Japan store where you never used to see Suzuki gun merch in the. Oh, in see, the so Japan everybody's store. everybody's got their own. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got everything right. Yep, and I got the uh, pile driver Suzuki's brand and Helming Mask did a crossover shirt and we went to pile driver and they didn't have it and Helming Mask was closed and we're like oh fuck we won't be able to get it it's like a, a jaguar putting a fucking i think like i don't know another animal in a headlock i forget what it is um but it's got style <laughs> pile driver a Helming Mask. it's animals wrestling anyway it's super cool like in a long sleeve awesome. like what you're wearing we ended up fighting the time to to get to Helming Mask when we didn't think we were going to at the on the last day and they had it, which I was fucking stoked on. That was killer. Rad. And I see that you have uh, El Desperado and Kazuchika Okada sitting on your shoulders right yeah, now. Yeah, I forget what like, these... Like the angel and the devil. I forget what these little action figures are called. They're like magnetized onto your shirt. Um, before the thing, whenever we... What's great about Chris Liddell and, and like our friends and stuff, whenever we're going to go to a thing we're going to be involved in the thing. We're getting the merch. We're doing the whole thing. And so when we went to the New Japan store, uh, they didn't really have sizes that would work for any of us there on the day. You know, it was pretty tapped out for anything we wanted. So we all got a little dude. And and we let Chris and Adele, like, just choose their own dudes, like, by who they thought looked the coolest. So uh, I got Desperado. Amy got Okada. Chris picked out the great Okan. And Adele picked out Hiromu. Um so awesome. it led to some contention with her and Robbie Eagles later in the evening. Uh, <laughs> and oh, oh, other honorable merch um, note at a different G store, they had, you know how Great O'Khan did that limited run of like curry merch and jackets and things like that that was just sort of like not really New Japan merch but did his own stuff? 
they had the yeah. uh, they had that stuff there, and I got the. You've probably seen it on my Instagram the and on the, the windbreaker. It's fucking so cool. It's my favorite jacket so right bad, now, dude. and it saved my That's life so many bad. times because it was spring. It wasn't super super cold, but that wind did kick up, and it was brutal. And luckily, I had a device capable of breaking that wind and keeping breaking me, like the wind. Yeah, exactly, keeping me bone dry. Uh, in the the wet and stuff, which is the Great Ocon jacket, which I absolutely fucking love. Sweet. Oh, speaking of the Great Ocon, mm-hmm. so can I tell you that the Great Ocon met his tiniest, biggest fan uh, the other day? I shared it straight. Well, Amy shared it straight to the group because he looked exactly like a fucking tiny Chris Kong, right? Because when you look at all our photos, Chris was wearing this yellow hoodie the entire holiday, and Chris is a very big Asian lad. Uh, and then you see that picture, and it's a tiny Asian boy in a yellow hoodie with the Great Okan, who's Chris's favourite, and we're like, Chris has been fucking worshipping the Great Okan his entire life. <laughs> we're like, how'd they dig up this so, old photo of you? No, um, actually, my wife Donna uh, got to meet the Great Okan, her favourite, her, her, one of her two favourite wrestlers of all time. She got to meet the Great Okan mm-hmm. uh, just the other day at, at the Rev Pro show. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm... So I go there and I'm, I'm, I see great Ocon and he's dude, he's always slinging merch like out there, but he's cash only. He's a fucking hustler, bro. Like seriously, he's totally literally the best. So I'm, I'm like, Oh fuck cash only. And I look over and he's got this fucking sick KG Mudo poster. And I was like, Oh man, it's like KG Mudo with the V1 belt, Mm. you know? And and I was just a mullet flowing action. And I was just like, God damn it. I need a KG Mudo poster. Let me go find a fucking ATM machine. And, um, my, my wife was right behind me and I take off looking for the ATM and she's just standing there with her great Ocon shirt, like in front of the great Ocon. And she's, she's like, I think you're going to win tonight. And he goes, of course I am. I'm the best. And (laughs) He's not wrong. <laughs> he was the fucking raddest. Oh man! So that, like, was, that was my a, wife's interaction. This is a stupid conversation. Like this is a, <laughs> this is a foregone conclusion. Did you see that picture? I said like when he. So they did that that match where he wrestled like at the start of Sakura Genesis, which we'll, we'll break down that match because it was so fun. But when he came back out ringside and shit for Aussie Open and he's just wearing that fucking maroon shirt open to the fucking navel oh, yeah. with his glasses on, leaning against shit. the thing, looking like the absolute fucking chattest fucking dude. dude he's just dude a vibe, eh? He's so amazing. Oh, king shit on fuck mountain, dude. Dude, there were, there were like billboards in fucking Akihabara with like him on it. Like just fucking video billboards what? and shit, yeah. Because he had that line of stuff at the in G store and that, and so it's going through things that are there, and it's just like fucking him, like talking at the fucking population. It was crazy. He's over. That's rad. Huge, dude. Like, I think jo- Joel sent a tweet that was like, uh, like, he shared one of the things he was up to, probably like the penis thing when he was at the penis statue, and he's like. Okan's, yeah. Okan's lack of push is verging on promotional malpractice at this point. <laughs> like, yep. He's the fucking man. He's absolutely the man. All right, so uh, continuing continuing on this, so we'll just continue reviewing it in reverse, I reckon. Um, we, we briefly skipped over Hiromu and Robbie. And man, I really thought it was going to be Robbie's night. He, Robbie's so over fucking in Japan, man. Like it was huge, and they so absolutely I, killed it. I, I, I do 
God, that match was fucking good, dude. So good. It was so good. Those two make magic. The um, the only the only thing was, uh, in a press conference before the show, Robbie said that all the big podcasts have said that that Hiromu is boring. <laughs> I I am going to say right now, I've never once said Hiromu is boring. I love Hiromu. <laughs> that's why he didn't I, mention I, us. <laughs> that's why he didn't mention us. Also, Robbie, Robbie and I spoke about that, and I was like, I imagine it's sort of difficult when you're in a press conference to reference Okada's shorts and have anybody know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. He goes, this is, this is why I wanted a, a serious name. <laughs> He's like, dude, that's it. He's like, how the fuck? Like, I've just left that faction. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to say? All the podcasts, we work stiff, the Super J-Cast, Okada's shorts. Everybody would be like, what? <laughs> You know? Who? Yeah, all the all the fucking Nihongo speakers are like Okada. Like, what? <laughs> why is why is he mentioning Okada? He's the champion. He's in the next match. It makes no sense. Um, but I I love that promo by Robbie. I thought he I thought he so did, good. did a great job. But yeah, uh, you have never said uh, Hiromu was boring. I you think have, I, I, I haven't. I think <laughs> I don't think he's boring. I just like with anything in New Japan, like when things start to get stale and repetitive, I I call for change. Um, that said though, I would say that match with Robbie, he, he dragged out an amazing match out of Hiromu and then everything with Hiromu and Sonata afterwards was very interesting. Um, and I'm very interested in what Hiromu has to come. We also went to his, his shirt. He's got a, uh, his, sorry, his shirt store. He's got a shirt called, uh, Rolling Cradle. Uh, it's like a, oh, cool. a another like fashion brand sort of based in wrestling and stuff. And so we went there and my wife bought some pink socks and I bought a cup noodle rolling cradle key ring because there was nothing I really wanted, but it was, uh, it was a good time. Um, but, uh, Robbie looked like a huge star. I think the TMDK move was awesome and, Dude, what a fucking banger of a match that was. How'd it read uh, Read on the screen? You love it? Hello? Um, <laughs> hello? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I was saying, uh, how did the um, Hiromu-Robbie match read for you? You enjoy it? Uh, I loved it. Like, those guys, like, I've never seen a bad match between them. Sure. Like, their their matches in best of super juniors are always something I look forward to. Mm-hmm. Championship matches between the two of them are something I always look forward to. Robbie doesn't miss, man. No. Like he's just he's fucking it, bro. And um like I think I think Rome was one of the best on the planet. Like right now, when I when I think about if I were to make a list of the top ten wrestlers on planet fucking earth, mm. two of those guys would be on it. Yeah. Robbie Eagles, Hiromu mm-hmm. Takahashi. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a a list of who's who for me and so whenever they have like they've met they've had uh matches many times and each and every fucking one of them is a dream match for me yeah so yeah absolutely i'm down it it was a banger i really thought robbie was gonna win um i thought it was was his time to to take it back and with the faction change and all that i was i was really disappointed on the night i was like fuck i really wanted him to do it but yeah had an absolutely great time and uh, and you're right, Robbie doesn't miss. 
Except for darts. We went to darts later and he did not Ooh. win. <laughs> not not the sniper when it comes to darts. Well, he's huh? actually really good at it and he was teaching us all how to play. But uh, my friend Adele had never played darts before in her life and she had one of those games where she just like is a fucking sniper. And she's like, am I the queen of darts? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> Beginner's luck. Yeah, Beginner's yeah luck, exactly. <laughs> it was fucking so good. It was so good. Um, so, so after Sakura Genesis, you, you get to hang out with, uh, some of the talent you saw there were, there were young lions running about. I saw you had some pictures of young lions in a, in a subway. That, uh, that was a different night. Um, I met a few oh. of them the night after, and then we ran into them again later. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we went to, went to somewhere and, uh, and we're having a few drinks and I'd been texting with Robbie and he was like, oh, I'm going to have dinner and stuff and I'll catch up with you later sort of thing. But we were in there and it was like an all-you-can-drink scenario and we were speaking with local Japanese fans, um, becoming friends, chatting about who we like and things like that, different fans and stuff like that, uh, which was really cool. And some of the wrestlers and young lions and stuff were there. And then uh, later on, (laughs) Robbie Roddy, it was really funny. Uh, He texted me and he's like, oh, I'm going to head over. And I hadn't looked at my phone in a while and I look at it and it's him and I'm, I was going to message him back like, yeah, man, that'd be cool or whatever. And then I hear, what's up, cunts? And I look up and it's fucking Robbie's face like <laughs> right here so close to me. Like, oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. But he was keeping it low key, you know what I mean? He's, you know, maybe not supposed to be uh, fraternising behind enemy lines in certain areas and stuff like that. So he was, uh, he was keeping it low key and we were just having like a nice talk and a few drinks, which were really cool. There was a really cute moment that I want to shout him out for. So uh, I had the this little Desperado figure on my hat. I'd magnetised it onto the brim of my hat. And the, there was a, a very cute um, Japanese wrestling fan and she had a big bag of trinkets, right? I feel like one for every single wrestler on the New Japan roster in case she runs into any of them uh, to get it signed or whatever. And she goes, oh, Desperado. And she digs in, she's rummaging through her bag, and she comes out with, like, you know, the full bear, like the full Desperado oh, bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's like, oh, you know, I'm Desperado too. And then Robbie fucking stands up and goes, no, like, <laughs> like Desperado sucks or whatever. And the look on her face, dude, she just goes, <gasps> like, and she's at first just like, what is this? And then she realizes who it is and she just breaks oh. into tears, man. Like, oh, like, I can't believe he's there. He's like, yeah, like, I'm only joking, sort of thing. And then she goes, oh, oh, and then she's rummaging through her bag for ages. And then she comes out with a Robbie Eagles bandana. He's like, you want me to sign? And he got like a pen and stuff and like gave oh, her a hug and, and, and things like that. It was, it was so cute. He was so sweet with his, his fans and everything like that. And he's an absolute class active fucking dude man like we had such a good time um hanging out with him and i, I really thank him for his time it, it, it was that was, it was great cool. dude. yeah exactly absolute legend of a person um and then yeah and then uh he he wasn't long for japan after that i think he was going home like the next day like at night um but yeah after that we kicked on and we ended up playing darts till that place closed and just having a wicked time walking back to this kind of thing and yeah, and then we then we walked home and I recorded a fucking episode in the streets, drunk as dodging rats. <laughs> I still haven't I still yeah, haven't listened was, back to it properly. I I hope it's you know somewhat. It's, it's a manic episode for sure. Mm. Um, 
I had fun listening to it. Uh, I, I wanted. I know to there was a lot of labored breathing because we we're walking fucking quite a way, you know. And it was just was into my phone that, mic, you know. Yeah, I was hoping you'd be able to just throw it on, and I could listen to my favorite show for for the first time without ever actually having to like record it. No, it was, it was, it was it. actually really hard with the Japanese internet and stuff like that to even get you the file. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. way things were set up. If I had like my computer day. there, yeah, it was fucking, it sucked. Because I thought it was uploaded and then when I looked at it, it was still like processing. It, it wasn't great. And then I had done that little one with Pondo. I literally couldn't upload it until I got back to Australia. I don't know whether it was like the Red Circle site or whatever, but I could log into those things. I could select the file and I would hit upload and just nothing would happen. It just wouldn't select anything. So <laughs> like the only way it got up was you doing it. Um, so yeah, that was the only reason that that could happen. To, I, I thought you yeah. were going to record something yourself and it was kind of going to be like you talking about Sakura Genesis and then be like, and here's Rafe life from the streets. But it's, it's just this manic fucking 15 minutes of me drunkenly fucking walking home with my friends talking shit. I was, I was thinking about it and then I listened to it and I was like, this is just fucking insanity. I'm just going to put this out here. <laughs> it, gives, it, it gives you a real good fucking idea of what being on the drinks in japan with us is like because that's just every time that was fucking it was beautiful yeah it was it was absolutely fantastic <laughs> i hope people enjoyed it i hope uh i hope like listeners were like this is pretty funny um yeah yeah and j- just uh, us fucking yeah, screaming like, there's rats there's rats everywhere dude the rats were fucking huge like <laughs> we're like the rats still run the city we do it's like but actually they run it because they're, they're fucking everywhere when we're just <laughs> like we're running like, from them we're just screaming because <laughs> right? it was like a fucking a nest or something. at um at, at the time when i was recording i was reading uh salem's lot by stephen king oh yeah and like before people have run-ins with vampires, they always see like giant rats. Oh, okay. And well, so thanks. I was like, "Oh my god, Rafe's gonna get killed by a Japanese uh, vampire!" Fuck. Probably oh, was it. Probably, rats. probably Okan himself. You know, is that hopping vampire? Oh, thing. does the hopping vampire thing? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I fucking loved that episode. Killer time. Good stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. Okay. So what did we touch on? We've touched on the title badge. Touched on Robbie and Hirobu. Touched on uh, Aussie Open. Uh, then. Zack Sabre Jr. showed at Umino. Um, I thought that was really fun. Um, I do think it could have maybe been a bit quicker because it was another one where it, like, sort of that formula where we've seen from the 15-minute matches where it sort of starts a bit slower and then, you know, climaxes by the end, you know. Um, which it could as, have, as we all like to do. As we all right like to about do. 15, yeah. Right about 15 minutes is good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's a, a good showing. Um, and, but, but still fun. What did you think about it? I loved it. Um, I think that Shota's really starting to find his groove. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I mean, Zach is the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was shortly after that. I got to see, I got to see Zach versus Michael Oku, uh, at RevPro. fucking fantastic match. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a huge Michael Oku nerd. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, so is my wife. Uh, she, the the second I told her Michael Oku and Zack Saber Jr., she's like, "Fucking buy the tickets, let's go." <laughs> and uh, so that was a big one for her. She, we loved it. It was like their their match uh, from RevPro. Find and watch it. It's fun, yeah. super fun, great stuff. Is it on um, New Japan World? Do you know how sometimes like like they'll just put I up the matches from so. from like their wrestlers? I don't. 
I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. I haven't looked for it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's worth it. It's good. Uh, yeah. No, it was Zach is just on a fucking roll right now. He's on a goddamn tear. I mean, like some of the matches he's had in the last month, like are fucking wild. Did you see that he's gonna have a match with fucking um, um, MDK? Fucking what? Nick Gage. Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. At JCW, it's like a, probably. A GCW show, Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. versus Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, like, that's actually the dude's, crazy. The dude's gone fucking shithouse. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's um, so fun. Um, speaking of TMDK members doing, you know, random stuff, while I was away, they had the second Dude Where's My Ring show, and one of the one of the wrestlers, Felix Young, had an open challenge at this brewery. His thing was like, fucking whoever's the toughest in Perth, bring it, and we'll have a no-ring match, blah, blah, blah. That was the opening of the show. And who should answer the challenge? Fucking Mikey Nichols wrestled on the show. Oh, Fucking okay. just in a no-ring match, he's fucking slamming the dude on beer kegs. and <laughs> I haven't watched the match yet because I'm actually calling it this week, so I'm still doing commentary for that show. But obviously, cool. like in post, so I catch up with um, my partner in crime, Adam, and we're we're gonna do that this Wednesday from the comfort of my couch, um, and I'm really excited to see that match. How fucking crazy! You'll be able that, to see the entire match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which is something that I haven't always been able to do. And how crazy that for my second ever chance at commentary, I get to fucking commentate a Mikey Nichols match. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, dude! That's Hell yeah, so cool. Very humble by that. That's crazy. Um, after that, well, before that, we then had the uh, fifth match, which was the IWGP Women's Championship match three-way. Um, we all really enjoyed this live in the house. Uh, it was the first time Kristen Adele had had seen female wrestlers and, you know, and their pageantry and look at everything like that. Everybody was having a great time with that one. How did you like it? It was a bit of a scramble. Um, I thought... Cool. Yeah, I thought everybody really showed up. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, Azumi showed why she's the fucking future. Yeah, she's crazy. Uh, I think Hazuki had a great fight. I'm a, I'm a Hazuki uh, fan, so, like, it was um, really cool. The fact, the, the fact that Hazuki missed, like, two and a half or three years of fucking wrestling is a goddamn shame. What happened to but, her um, um, So, no one really knows. There are rumors, but I don't feel comfortable talking about okay. them. Okay, right, right. Um, so yeah, like uh, she's, she's back. She's fucking on fire, dude. Like I love Hazuki. Uh, and then of course, Mercedes Monet, mm -hmm. goddamn star. Yeah. You know, absolutely. She's a fucking legit superstar. Yeah. So. She, and she carried herself like one. It was absolutely awesome. I think, uh, while we talk about recent events, I think she just recently lost the title in stardom. Didn't she? Lost she, the belt to Miyu Iwatani. Yeah. Who challenged after this match. She was, uh, mm -hmm. There were a couple of stardom wrestlers around the ring, like, you know, catching people from jumps and things like that. And, and she was one of them. And then after the match, yeah, got in the ring and, and challenged Mercedes. Um, I'm going to have to seek out that match. I'd really like to see it. Yeah, the whole uh, Queendom show was fucking awesome. Like We, um, all, we almost went to a... Um, one of the, the stardom matches, but we just couldn't fit it in. 
it was, uh, I don't know, like one of the Cinderella nights or something like that. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was. That's their G1 tournament, yeah. Yeah, but it was like, I think it was like the second, the only one we could have got to, well, that we were playing with the idea of maybe being able to get to and we didn't have time was that. And the tickets were not cheap. And in the end, we, we didn't end up getting back to Tokyo in time anyway. You know what I mean? Like by the time we were coming back, it was halfway through. So it wasn't worth going. But I would have loved to go there. I think we would have had an awesome time with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like a lot of those, a lot of those women in stardom are, they're fucking fantastic, man. They're, they're sure. goddamn fucking stars. Yeah. Um, and like, as I sit here right now, I'm, legit tempted to get my fucking stardom uh uh viewing package back yeah you should like, do it the, and then give me the like login <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll swap you for something i, I think i think it's only like five five pounds a month man i can do it yeah yeah maybe you should Easily. it's because it's becoming pretty relevant to to this show with yeah. all the crossovers that they're doing and um mercedes has yeah. signed on like she's not done so even though she doesn't have the title anymore she's still wrestling for new japan so we're gonna keep seeing it which is cool well they're they're launching a strong women's title now even though strong isn't a thing anymore yeah and i thought the iwgp women's belt was going to be in america Mm -hmm. more often but i mean hey got rid of the intercontinental belt because there were too many belts (laughs) and since then we've launched seven new belts so just let them do it i guess (laughs) i don't even care man like the the thing is they're going to do a mini tournament and the way the brackets line up, we could end up with Mercedes Monet versus Willow Nightingale, mm. which has me very excited. Yeah. I would love to see Mercedes Monet versus Willow Nightingale. Who were the other two in that? There was um uh, it was a lady from CMLL that I don't know, mm-hmm. and there was a stardom wrestler in there, and I'm not sure off the top of my head who yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, those were just recently announced. Um then before that there was the Bullet Club tag where, though just a six-man tag, lots of fucking shit happened. Lots of lots character of stuff, lots of uh, stuff with ELP. Um, there's the whole thing where he comes in and he's, you know, like giving a fan a, a beanie or whatever and Finlay throws in the crowd. <laughs> it's like, fuck this shit off, blah, blah, blah. And then ELP pops off his shirt and gives him that, you know what I mean? Like just being a real kind of face and that their aggressive shit continues through them. And then, yeah, he's, he stomped out of bullet club and essentially kind of betrayed by his friends, Kenta and Ishimori. The moment Ishimori ran out, I was like, Oh, this is, this is definitely done. This is heart wrenching (laughs) stuff. Yeah. I was like, this is a, this is a full stop on it. But dude, that crowd was so fucking into ELP. From the oh, second he came out, he's so fucking over. Like, he's just a huge baby face. Like, it's Bullet Club's cutest tag team explodes. Exactly. Fucking Kenta stomps blood in, blood out for fucking yeah. ELP. What's next? What's next for ELP, bud? What is next? Is it, uh, do we see an entirely new ELP moving within, like, the Hontai thing and you know, and teaming up with Tama Tonga and everything like that because he did sort of defend them or are we seeing the Bullet Club gold stuff uh, manifest in New Japan? I don't want to see Bullet Club gold in New Japan. Mm. Like, that's that's just not a thing. I think, you know, Tony Khan... Uh, dude's a fan of the Bullet Club. Like, he's a, he's a true... 
you know, bullet club nerd from way back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let him tell his own bullet club story in AEW. Sure. He's got the clout. Let him fucking do it. Absolutely. Um, so he's got most of <laughs> Yeah. Shit, he's got, he's got most of his, you know, his, he, he's such a, a mark for the elite bullet club that he bought the entire fucking elite. He, bullet club. He's got them all. He's got them all except yeah. for Cody. <laughs> yeah. He fucking, and he had Cody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, let him tell his own story as I mean, right now I could be eating these words because you know what I used to say? I don't want new Japan to cross over with AEW. Yeah. I used to say, fuck a forbidden door. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. I'll admit it. Um, because when you're presented with facts that are counter to your thoughts, you have to change your mind. And I did. <laughs> so I could be wrong when I say this, but you know what? Like let Tony sell his fucking bullet club gold merch mm-hmm. Let him do his fucking Bullet Club Gold shit on AEW. They can have some crossover Forbidden Door, I guess. I don't really want that. I don't want... You know what's funny? That might be the Bullet Club Civil War. Well, that's the... the... Fuck. It seems like a lesser... It seems like a lesser than version, though, so I'm not really too amped on it. Um, But then again, I wouldn't have really been into J versus Evil for... Yeah, Bullet Club Civil War either. But uh, but I kind of feel like Finlay no, no versus thanks. ELP is a cooler rivalry uh, than like yeah. Giant Evil. So. And he can do that while teaming with Tamatanga. I would like that. I think there's probably other places for him to fit mm-hmm. that might be a little bit like Hantai just seems so like white meat. Yeah. For for fucking ELP, ELP's got a little bit of an attitude. Like it might be cooler to see him in a faction that has a little bit of attitude. So if you were uh, if you were going to fantasy book ELP right now, if he was going to re-debut and just immediately be in another faction, where are you putting him? Oh, that's a tough one, dude. Um, off the top of my head, I would. S- oh God. TMDK doesn't have any Canadians. <laughs> um, Robbie, I, I don't and, know. Robbie and ELP fucking hate each other. I know, I know, but this could be a thing of him like making amends, you know, and, yeah, and that I sort mean. of stuff. They've they've squashed that beef. Fucking Robbie, you know, fucking beat ten shades of shit out of him. Yeah, it's over. So, Robbie won. <laughs> yeah, he had to change divisions because Robbie whooped him so hard. <laughs> Robbie put his butt in his, a boot in his ass and he went over the fucking the 100 kilo yeah, yeah, mark because exactly. Rob, Robbie's fucking still <laughs> inside his boot <laughs> um, I don't know man like uh, he needs he needs to be in a in a faction that has a little bit of attitude and like but it has to be a baby face faction I guess maybe yeah. Yeah. are there baby face factions with attitude right now really i guess uh, united empire but fucking yeah. him and will have a history i guess tmdk but him and fucking robbie have a history it's, it's like too many he burned a lot of he's got to be burned a lot of fucking bridges man um could could elp work in united uh, not united empire fuck lij no i don't think so yeah it would be cool it would be cool I, I I don't think that that's the right fit for him. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, 
maybe maybe it would be best to see him try to fit into Hontai yeah. and then like see his like uh his heelish tendencies you know that that tweener those tweener tendencies might rub uh, tanahashi and tamatanga the wrong way uh-huh. you know that could be a cool story yeah him um, as like a lone wolf kind of scenario is pretty cool i think but yeah so he's gonna go to nxt yeah <laughs> but we, we we're always <laughs> wanting to see uh see people be on their own you know when finlay was like, we were like just be like the rebel on his own kind of thing but you know, yeah, they always end up in a faction eventually. So. I mean, they have to. They have to because we like who are you going to tag with? Nobody. Yeah, you know. Um, as of right now, I think the best option would be put him in Hantai and let him tell a story with Tamatanga and Tanahashi of them trying to bring out the baby face in him. Yep. That might be fun. Uh-huh. Absolutely, that might be fun. I w- I would ultimately like to see him in a in a faction where he can let his attitude out a little bit i like i like him but yeah. i want I, I like the idea of him as a baby face but i'd like to see him use some of that because he's he's funny as fuck right yeah mm-hmm. and it would be nice to see a little bit of that come through with like a heelish heelish tactics sometimes yeah yeah exactly a little tweener tweener energy just when you think about the more you like does anything work other than another version of bullet club you know? <laughs> it's the concern, yeah yeah or or tmdk or you know united empire when he's he's burned too many bridges but hey bridges can be rebuilt so we'll have they to can we it just takes it takes a while or you know we could sit here and be like oh maybe he should start his own faction no come on yeah. they're not going to do it again no no not not this soon maybe down the line but yeah, he's got he's got a bit of a road to walk first. Either way, I think I think you'd agree that that angle was red hot and everybody's oh, beautiful. very very into it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, wrapping up Sakura Genesis because we've been here for a while. Uh, there was the, the six man tag between Lij and the guys. That was just a fun one. Nothing super crazy going on there. Um, there was the six man between United Empire. Akira, Hanare, and Cobb versus House of Torture. Again, that was a, fun. another fun one. And then the opener was super fun, which was the, <laughs> the Champion Grand Prix match where it was like random teams. When you're in the house and you don't really know what the fuck is going on, you're like, who? He's with who? And what? But that was, yeah. that was really, really fun and was sowing seeds and just showed like how big a star guys like Great Okan is, like Suzuki is. You know the the interactions with Desperado and Yo, like yeah, that was it was cool, man. That was such a fun man, and and like the, Toriano, like watching the people come out that were on the opposite team, yeah. and then watching the people come out that were on his team, and he's just like crawling into a corner to like watch his soul die. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, these are my partners. These guys fucking hate me. Uh, when I was talking with Yano, uh, <laughs> uh, and the the show from the night was on the screen, and, and we were laughing, I think it is like, you know, Suzuki is like very scary, scariest is like, even as partner. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> when, when they're just like fucking fighting over, like, who's going to tag him or something. It was so good, man. And I was worried going into the show that, um, 
like because they hadn't announced a few of those guys, I was like, oh, Chris might not get to see Great Okan. Maybe he's not on the show. Chris has got him on his shoulder, kind of thing. And then when you know Okan's music hit and he came out, I was like, fuck yeah, they get to have the full experience. That's awesome. That's so cool, man. Yeah, Great Okan's a fucking winner. Yeah, absolutely. That was cool. But um, yeah. when when ya- when you see Yano outside of the uh, of the kayfabe reality mm-hmm. um does he still try to sell you dvds nah he doesn't <laughs> nah. I just he, imagine he's a like he's a very like he's a very hospitable host actually he's very microwaved nice. curry and fucking dvds to try and sell you and shit yeah, yeah. Or like he, new t-shirts he brought he brought us a bunch of drinks which is really fun because he was trying to like explain the flavors to us he's like uh lemon grape kind of orange <laughs> we're like okay <laughs> What, like fucking tangerine? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're like, what is it? When you sip it, it definitely tasted kind of like orange. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not just a clever title then. His English um, has gotten so much better, though, like since I first met him. Um, you know, we we had whole conversations just over Google Translate where I would write things in and I'd slide it across the table and he'd answer it. But he was basically talking to us, um, which was really cool. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and and it closed and he was like, Oh, just stay like like uh and so we were like hanging out after hours. Um yeah, and just kind of got a sort of peek behind the curtain that was really special and, and like nice. yeah, it was just, just so fortunate to be to be there and to have everybody's time and everybody just so kind. It was really nice. Is that where you got to see the uh meet meet up with the young boys? Yeah, that yeah, that's where I, I didn't meet all of them, but that's where I met Nack, yeah. Nack and Oscar? Uh, I met Oscar in the subway, um, oh. but, but, uh, but I met Nack there and then Oscar was with him when I ran into him later. Like when I That's met him cool. briefly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oscar Tokyo's looks a quite tiny, a bit like place, that guy huh? from the office say, in real life. He does. Yeah. He really does. Um, when, when we met gym. up with them in the subway, this is, this is how crazy it is, right? Like, so where we were staying in Shibuya, um, the, the Shibuya station is quite big and we were a little bit away but not crazy and you'd normally just come out the station and you'd just walk you know down the street and around the corner or whatever to get there but it was kind of cold and we ended up figuring out we were like do you think because we'd seen some you know subway stairs up like right near our common do you reckon we're like do you think we can like find our way underground and like not have to go up and through the streets and stuff like that and we're like oh let's figure it out and so we ended up charting it which was really cool but what's crazy about that way that we decided to walk, that is literally where another train gets out and then you cross onto the line that gets you closest to the New Japan Dojo, uh, which is uh-huh. where I would then go on to have breakfast with Hanare, right? And so we were walking down that corridor at like, you know, just before the last train, you're talking like 11.30 at night or whatever, and I just hear a yell and turn around and it's knack. You know what I mean? Like it was a, We only ran into them because we were at that exact spot right where those lines cross over. It's like, what's the chance of that? That's nuts. That's super cool, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's cool that he recognized you. Yeah, yeah, he did. I told him um, when, I, when I met him, I was like a friend of Michael Richards. And he's like, oh, because, you know, Michael, Michael had trained with him at the – the Farley Dojo and everything like that. So we had a, a brief chat about that, which was really fun. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Very cool. So, yeah. Shout out to Michael Richards. Connections made. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to our boy, Michael Richards. Friend of the show, Michael Richards. Um, Looking like a fucking house nowadays, bro. fucking huge, eh? Um, I haven't had a chance to – I'm not even sure if they're up yet, but there's obviously been a run of Tamashi shows 
in Australia. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's been up to on there and also catching that Robbie Shingo match. Get fucked up here. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Get pumped. Yeah. Get fucking ready. Robbie versus Shingo sounds like a fucking ball, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So that's the end of Sakura Genesis. That is the end of Sakura Genesis. So what um, are we doing now? We quick preview of Dontaku and Best of the Super Juniors or um, let's just go best of super juniors, bro. We yeah, gotta okay. do it. Yeah. Worst case, best case, worst case. Okay. Yeah, we do need okay. to do it. I'm just quickly I'm looking go. at the Don Taku lineup to see if there's anything worth touching on. Okay. Just briefly. Uh bunch of tags. Kenta versus Hikuleo. Okay. Uh, interesting. That, that could be that could be very bad. Could be, <laughs> could be very, very, very bad, or it could be surprising. Uh Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jeff Cobb in in a World TV Championship match, fifteen minute time limit. That could be very good. Um, watching watching Zack Sabre Jr. try to bend Jeff Cobb the wrong way is always hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> never open weight six man strong style versus Okada Ishii and X. And in last night's one, they were sort of brawling after the match and Suzuki was calling for X to come out, but we don't know who it is. Any predictions for who X is? Uh, Do you think it's a it? debut? It's Okada, Okada, Okada and Ishii. And um, ELP. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't. I don't hate that. Okada's been going a little bit more edgy. Like, he fucking brought Jay White into chaos. Why not at ELP? Yeah. And as they start to refocus chaos a little bit more, you know, fucking Bishamon ain't as much of a joke as it was. Leo and Yo have had a little bit. I don't hate ELP with Okada. Yeah, I can see it. It could be a thing. It could be a thing. It could definitely be a thing. Either that or it's a debut. I don't know if, I don't know if there's going to be a little bit of um, issue between Leo and... ELP. Leo and ELP had a match in the Super J Cup a couple years ago, and like that did not end well for Leo. So no. he might be. Does, that's that's years ago. So who knows? The other thing is, do you think you know how they've had that like it's coming kind of fucking vignettes where it's like <gasps> something Ooh, crashing to earth and a boot yeah. stomping and wolf eyes and all these things. The CTU CTU returns. That's what that was. <laughs> It's definitely not CTU returning. No. Um, uh, but it could potentially be a debut. So do you think it could be like a a new person? Could be, man. Could be. Could be. I want, I want that to be fucking... Um, What's Homie's name? Uh, big dude. What's his... Uh, You're making lots of... You know who he is. Noise. I don't know how else to tell it. The biggest young lion that was in... Yoda Suji. Yeah, it could be Yoda Suji. Oh, man, it'd be so cool if it was Yoda Suji. Imagine if the wolf eyes were actually tiger eyes and he was coming back as Tiger Mask. That'd be sick. Ooh. That'd be so fucking sick. All right. Speaking of tigers, did you see um, Mercedes Monet come out as Black Tiger? I did. That's sick. Oh, man. Yeah. She's, She's such an Eddie Guerrero mark. I fucking yeah. love her, dude. Yeah, she loves him. Um, then never open weight title match, Finlay versus Tamatonga. You think Finlay's taken this? Probably. I think, oh man, it's Duntaku, right? It's a fucking yeah. Bullet Club it's show. Bullet Club 10 year anniversary. 
this is Gotta fucking be. all the Gotta all the be. lads in the ring, right? This is every fucking bullet club dude that is currently under Finlay's fucking wing. Yeah, there's posing in the, the ring together. Yeah. That's where the ultimatum comes. He's gonna draw battle lines there. Yeah, I think, I think. so too. While he's holding this is that 10 years, belt. This is the start of the new bullet club. Ten years Rebel, is Rebel. over. It's time for the next ten, ten years. years. Savages. You, yeah. No. My savages, savages. Yeah. Shillelagh. Yeah. Uh, ghetto. I'm into maybe, it. Maybe maybe boots ghetto out. There's every chance in the world that could happen. Oh no, no, actually Who knows? G- Gato's his biggest fucking supporter. He's not putting Gato out. Yeah, but but uh, this, he, could be, he could be like, yeah, I I used you to get where I you know to get myself to the leadership of Bullet Club, and now I don't need you anymore. And he fucking potentially he's like, we're not doing cheap underhanded tactics right now. We're doing fucking savages. Yeah. We're doing all go no quit big nuts fucking Bullet Club. He br- he brought in Clark Connors. I don't think that's the the last of his recruiting either. Like I think uh, somebody was no, saying that him and Clark Connors were like watching Gabe Kidd's match from, like, the balcony in, like, the U- one of the U.S. shows. That would fit. That would fit. That would fit. Bringing in his own new boys. Can I tell you how badly I want a fucking Rhino Club shirt? <laughs> I don't think you'll see it. I think he, you know, he was saying all that no. shit about fucking T-shirt but while Rhino's and shit. done. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think as well, like, like, his whole thing is I'm done with, like, X-Club fucking blah, 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 only bringing new members for that. I think you'll just see Bullet Club shirt and that's it. Like he's stripping it back to basics. Well, he's got his own He's got his own Rebel Club shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, then maybe. <laughs> so maybe he's contradicting yeah. himself. Um, but, and then after that. Maybe he's a fucking liar, Timmy. Yeah, maybe uh. it's, or maybe it's like, you know, what's good for the goose isn't always good for the gander. You know, I mean, he'll still do his own shit, yeah. but, he, but his troops can't kind of thing. Um, and then lastly, Sonata versus Hiromu. I guess I don't think the match with Kanemaru has happened yet, but the idea is that if, uh, or has the match with Kanemaru happened? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, if that match has happened or if it hasn't, if Hiromu beats Kanemaru, he then is fighting Sonata uh, for I think the that title. Today, actually, as a matter of fact, off the top of my head, the Kanemaru match. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, do you think Hiromu is becoming the first junior to hold the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, every time I say that I think Hiromu is going to lose, he ends up winning. <laughs> so, would you be no. into that? <laughs> would you be into the um, idea of him being double champion, junior, and world? I feel like there's no way, but absolutely, it would I be. Would it would that. be cool. Um, It'd be cool. I think that would kind of put the Sonata experiment in the fucking in the fucking Trash. bin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right in the garbage pail, eh? I think this could be a good um, match. I think Hiromu could definitely walk him to something pretty special here. It'll be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to be pretty neat. I would like for Hiromu to come out in the wildest fucking robe. Mm-hmm. I want you know Sonata to come out in his new beautiful blue robe with the crazy you know, skeleton hand clasp thing. That yep. was fucking class. Maybe um, with a new theme. That's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know new gym. Yes, with a new theme for yeah. fuck's sake. Uh, or just bring back the old theme. Who gives, uh, ugh, ugh, I got a full nah, body shirt. No, nah, the old theme. Think. Come on, wash out your mouth. That's a, a um, piss. That's how you know New Japan is back. In the main event, everybody coming out wearing robes. Yeah. That's how you know it's serious. 
That's how you know Mrs. New Japan gets is back. in robes. Sexy. Right. So time to go best case, worst case, and call this a show? That's it. Best case, worst case. Run me through them. Okay, so the way we're going to do this is I'm going to read off the dudes who are in each block. You tell me shorts or pants. Uh-huh. Uh, then we're going to do your best case scenario for the for the two dudes to uh you know to face off for the last night in the block uh-huh. uh for each and then we'll do the worst case scenario no we'll do the worst case scenario first worst case scenarios always go first from now on because uh-huh. we don't want to bum ourselves out at the end of the night okay then you'll cool. take your your winners of each block uh-huh. and see who's the best case scenario and worst case scenario that way cool. Does that make sense yep absolutely okay so the first thing we're going to uh we're going to do Wheeler Yuta, Ace Austin, Alex Zane, El Lindemann, and El Phantasmo are all out from last year. They are, yep. Pants. Pants, Pants on the, that. I was really surprised Alex Zane wasn't back. I, I Alex Zane or El Lindemann? Mm, I can't like believe Ace it. Ace Austin? Why is Ace Austin not back? I, he and Chris Bay are, are doing stuff in Impact right now. Okay, fine. El Lindemann is money. Put El Lindemann back in the fucking best of super juniors. Put him in a Alex Zane. and fucking onto the permanent yeah. roster. Alex Zane is over as fuck, dude. Mm. Sad. Sad news. I but was shocked I to think, see him not back. I think this is still going to be a great tournament because of some of the names we've got here. Uh, and we're going to start with the A block right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Kushida. You have not been impressed with Kushida since he's been back. What do you think, shorts or pants? I think remains to be seen. I'd, I'd say for me, pants maybe, just because some of those names that you mentioned I would have been more excited about. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't had a chance. So if that was Alex Zane, you'd be, you'd be all shorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently, Kushida and Kevin Knight like just won the junior tag. I just won the junior tag titles. Got to go watch yeah. that. So you know, and I really like them together. So maybe there's something to be found there. But at the moment, pants until but reserving judgment. You know. Okay. Next up, Ryusuke Taguchi, shorts or pants? pants. Go off again. I think you could have just. We've said how many best of super juniors can we see Taguchi? Not that I don't like him. Twenty. It's very funny. But I think that's a game. That's a spot. That's Alex Zane. That's El Lindemann, you know? Yeah. 20, by the way. He's been in 20. Oh, well, there you go. That sounds like enough to me. Eight, 18 in a row. Yeah. 18 in a row. And they're a fucking... Row. And he's the same in every single one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I like that. But I'm just saying, this, this is getting down to like a pretty fucking nitty-gritty field and hard to fit everybody in, it's which time, if you're going to bump somebody, it's him. Yeah. Uh, Leo Rush, shorts or pants? Shorts, for sure. He's um, Yeah, he's come, he's come a long way, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I was so excited. Did I tell you that I saw Leo Rush? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, they did that it. thing, they did the video and all this shit, and they're just like, actually, I'm just going to come out now, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 he came out and he was talking about how he was going to challenge for the RevPro Junior Heavyweight title at uh, at the the next big show they're doing, Epic Encounter. Uh, and then he goes, no, nah, never mind, I'm just going to come out now. <laughs> fucking came out and had a, just an absolute fucking barn burner with uh, Robbie X. And I was very excited about that. King of the Cruiserweights, Robbie X. Uh, that was fucking awesome. Um, I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> uh, next up, Doki, shorts of pants. Oh, 
shorts on Doki. Definitely. Uh, next up, Hiromu Takahashi, your current uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, shorts or pants? Uh, pants. And not, again, not because I don't think he's going to uh, deliver bangers. I just don't think the champions should be in these tournaments. Like, well, it sets up so many defenses. Well, it does set up defenses, but it's like... You if Hiromu's of... going to break that defense record, he's going to need to beat all of these guys. Well, that's true. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, because the prize is sort of like winning and getting the trophy and then challenging for the belt. So, like, the motivation being like, what what am I fighting for other than the, the, the title of Best of the Super Juniors because I've already got it. I'm already the champion. You know what I mean? Like, there's arguments yeah. for both ways, but I feel like, again, you talk about all those guys that were left out pull him out of there. He's got plenty going on. He's about to fucking, he's about to fight for the IWGP world title, right? So, so if you yes. just go kayfabe on it, he is somebody who potentially has a tie. He's the current junior champion. He's won this fucking tournament a zillion times. He has to defend against Kanemaru. He's going to try and win the IWGP world title. Why is he also entering himself in this super juniors title because yeah, then he would go into super juniors and then he'd have to go into g1 directly after exactly and it, it, do, it doesn't make sense as if i'm a professional wrestler and i'm like booking what my focus is and i'm holding a title and i want to try and be the main title i think why the fuck am i entering a tournament where the prize is to first myself you know what i mean it makes no sense you just wouldn't do it he'd be like all my focus is on the world title right now i'm gonna get through that and then if somebody can make it whoever makes it through that tournament i'll fucking deal with them then. I don't think it makes sense kayfabe for the champion to enter themselves in this tournament. So I would say mm-hmm. pants. I'm sure he'll be great. It's not, it, again, it's about slots in the tournament, not about what I think about him wrestling, you know? Fair enough. Okay. Uh, next up, Teton, shorts or pants? Shorts. Definitely. Uh, your friend, Timothy, Jimothy, uh, TJP, mm-hmm. shorts or pants? Shorts. Shorts. Puts on baggers, man. He'll be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Taiji Shimori, Bone Soldier, shorts pants. Mm. Shorts. He, he put he put on good. Right? He's all right. I mean, he's a little bit flat for me still, but uh, he he did some real good stuff with the four way rivalry and all that. So I, I would say shorts. I don't hate him being in there. Okay. Uh, Murder Machine Show, shorts pants. Always shorts for me. I love show. Nice. Uh, and here we go. Bottom of the A block, final one announced. Speedball, Mike Bailey, shorts of pants. Shorts. I wish what I was actually saying was shoes, though, because, again, I said <laughs> not about being a foot wrestler. <laughs> uh, but I think this is a pretty exciting addition. D- tell me, I-, I know you're really into speedball. How pumped are you for this? Oh, man. Um, so, like, looking at the block that he's in, if – Taiji Shimori has his fucking working boots on. That's going to be a banger. Uh, him and TJP, like, that's going to be a fucking great one. Uh, I'm excited to see what he could do with Hiromu. Him and Leo Rush, going to be awesome. Um, you know, depending on how Kushida is feeling, like, that could be amazing. Like, I, th- there's just no one in this block that I, I'm not interested in seeing him wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, fucking I, down. I would agree. I think we're we're so lucky because like I I thought we would never get speedball for like years yeah uh, in Japan again you know 
So because he was away from America for so long, I thought that maybe he would stay in America uh-huh. and he wouldn't want to do a month long tour in Japan. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Bring him in, let him do it. You know what? Have him bring, have him bring his girl Veda with him and let Veda do the fucking, uh, do the, the commentary with, with, uh, Kevin, Kelly. Chris and, and Kevin, that'd be amazing. Let Veda Scott do a fucking do commentary. That'd be, oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm so fucking in. I'm hundred percent in on speedball. Let's go. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the Japanese audiences are going to be amazed by him. I think they're really going to like it. Oh, they're going to love him. Yeah. They're going to love him. Okay. Over to the B block. Uh-huh. El Desperado shorts pants. Always shorts. Despy. Shortest of shorts. All right. Here's a good one. Yo. Shorts or pants? It's going. It feels weird to say, but I feel like with this new angrier attitude, and even like the, you know, the way he was treating Despi when they were teaming together in that match, I think it's shorts. I think we're seeing a new yo here, and I, I think we could see something new for him. Do I want to win the tournament? Probably oh, not. Yeah. But but I like this new Very attitude cool. he's got. I was not expecting that. Mm. Um, next up, and I want you to look at this picture. Don't. I'm looking at the picture. They've done him so dirty in this A block, oh B block graphic. They- Master Watto. This graphic of Master Watto looks like somebody drew Master Watto from memory. Yeah, they, they took a, his high school picture and put it in this fucking graphic. <laughs> he looks so bad. Poor kid. Uh, shorts or pants, Master Watto? Uh, you know what? Fuck it, shorts. I think uh, I really enjoyed Wado Mania running wild in those four ways, and uh, we need to keep growing him. He needs the reps, so yep. I, I think shorts. I'm yep. into it. Yeah. All right, next up, Jet to Fly, Kevin Knight, shorts pants. Oh, shorts. I think Kevin Knight is going to be great. He's fucking it, bro. Yeah. He's so good. Uh-huh. And he's tall. So and he <laughs> they can like jump him. very high. Yeah, He can jump very high. <laughs> Um, higher than a human being probably should have right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, next up, Uncle Nobu, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, shorts pants. Shorts. Love Nobu. Yeah, he's great. I want more people to study Nobu, study types of Nobu and fucking... When you look at all the other people in the block and you think about the match they'll have with Nobu, you just know it's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. All right. Bushi. Shorts pants. Pants on the old Bushi. Bushi yeah. is a very rich boy who doesn't need to be here. <laughs> it's another one of those slots that could just uh, go to somebody else. That could be L. Lindemann. Mm-hmm. Could be L. Lindemann. Could be. And imagine right. L. Lindemann in this block specifically. <laughs> imagine L. Lindemann yeah. versus Driller or Clark Collins oh, or God. Like fucking yes. Robbie and fucking Kevin Knight. Oh, I love Kira. it. I love it so much. I love that idea so much. All right. Um, next up, uh, Roberto Veracusta Lojoya Aguilar, Robbie Eagles, your boy. Short shorts. For real. Short shorts. Yeah, he's going totally. to kill it. For he real, could real. fucking win this whole tournament. Eh? I I would just be so pumped. It could be. It could be. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, next up, Francesco Akira. What I met, think of I met Akira. He was, a, he was a very nice man. Uh, and I am very excited to see him in this tournament. I think uh, now in like a solo tournament kind of thing, it's gonna we're gonna really see some of the stuff he can do. 
I saw the match that he had with Drillo Dan Maloney just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. The one that uh, in, in inducted Maloney into the United Empire, oh, and man, it. it was it was good. Yeah, no doubt. It was good. No doubt. He's so good, man. Next up, like I just said, Drilla Dan Maloney. Uh, I I don't know if I can big this guy up enough for y'all. Um, shorts or pants? I mean, you've got me hyped. It's going to be shorts, right? Anytime there's a whole right. new edition, I'm into it. Hell yeah. Uh, and finally, the newest member of Bullet Club, Clarku. The uh, Wild Rhino, no longer running wild, no more of these. Surely they're still these, but maybe they're too sweet. So I hope for, I hope for. Maybe they're those. Too sweet? Too sweet and sissies? They better be. They better I still be those. these. Yeah, I, I, I'll take a couple. Um, why is his yeah. graphic red when everybody else's is blue? Is that the extra evilness of Bullet Club or...? Feel like I feel like maybe that was just the newest picture they had of him from his, and they didn't have time to edit over. it down like they did on every other person. Guess so. Because mm. they probably had these like couple. these graphics made up for weeks, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then like they were like, "Oh shit, he just changed characters. We can't put we can't put him in the silly like crocodile Dundee." Yeah, hat he probably that. like the one they'd edited for this. He had like a fucking crocodile Dundee hat on, like yeah. Like and so yeah. they need. Like, he should have. He should have had the 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 hat. What's the hat with like the the pieces of cork? Yeah, yeah. Hanging off. It's of an cobra. <laughs> a cobra. That's what they call the like you know the brimmed kind of cowboy hat here in Australia is an cobra, and they hang Dig corks it. off it to keep the flies away. Love it. Mm-hmm. They should have had him in one of those. Yeah, but uh, shorts uh, okay. obviously on Clarko. You know we big Clarko. We love Clarko. We love a couple of these. Yeah. And we didn't really talk on it too much, but I think. Clarku is a fucking wicked addition to David Finlay's Bullet Club. Hell and I was pumped on it. Yes. And he was like, oh, it's fucking just started Bullet Club. Man, they're doing something with him. He'll be in Japan. Like, he'll be yeah. he'll be Finlay's right-hand man and fucking get him there. He's done his time in the LA dojo. Get him in the fucking mix. And I'm about yep. it. Yep. They're not, they're not going to do anything with an LA dojo fucking faction. Get him somewhere where he's going to be appreciated. Sorry, dog's trying so, to eat a power cable. Hey. Oh, we don't like that. It's dog time on the Okada Shorts program. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. okay, good. She's climbing down. Okay. Good, good. Very good. We love her. We love her so much. She's a sweet baby. Yeah, she's a sweet baby. But she was like, what's this power cable? And maybe if I press it with Is my it teeth, what will happen? Yeah, exactly. Is it beef jerky? It's not. Like this ring. Like that. This toy ring. Ooh. Chew to fuck. Yes, it worked. Okay. Sorry. Outstanding. Sorry. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario for the A block. Who is the worst case scenario wrestlers facing off on the final night of a uh, competition for the A block? You said pants to Kushida, Taguchi, Takahashi. You know? Uh who 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 are you feeling least excited for? Worst case for me in this block. Probably. I'm on the fence between Hiromu and Bone Soldier. And even though I gave shorts to Bone Soldier, I don't really want to see him winning this and being in the title mix again because he was only just there. Um, Hiromu wins everything isn't always my favorite thing either. You know what I mean? I would say Hiromu is my worst case scenario. 
So Hiromu and Taiji Ishimori for the final night to win the A block is what you're saying. Would be my worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay. B block, your worst case scenario. Uh, I mean, Bushi, you're not excited for especially. Uh, Bushi and Yo. Bushi and Yo. Mm-hmm. Even though, I again, just said like I'm sort of high on Yo, he would be the least interesting win, like finalist for the block for me. All right, let's go back to the A block. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, which two wrestlers are facing off for the final night of competition for A block? Final night. Let's go ahead and do Leo Rush and Titan. Ooh. Maybe just because he hasn't really had a chance to do anything yet, like in LIJ. And I feel like he's a fucking wicked wrestler and he could this could be a good opportunity to let him really show. That would be a huge springboard for him, man. Yeah. Like it'd I, be he's, huge. he did not have a good showing last year. Yeah. So cementing himself in LIJ as like a straight up badass would be really would cool. Would be really cool. And I was thinking Leo just because of who he could then meet from B block. That said though, I would have no problem with show winning this block either. Just because again, okay. I would I would like to well, see them pick, pull the trigger. Gotta pick a best sure. case scenario. This is not this is not the okayest scenario. This yeah, is this best is case best scenario. case scenario. Um, I love show, but I'll go, I'll stick with Leo. I'll go Leo versus Teton. Right. Leo versus Teton. Best case. And in the B block, your best case scenario. Robbie Eagles and Desperado. Hell yeah, it is. All right. A Desperado's never won best of, best of the Super Juniors, right? Like, it feels like this year he's the number one seed in that one. block and this could be his year, right? This could be really what the entire thing has been about since Hiromo took yeah. it off him. It's coming. Oh, yeah. You know, well, well uh, Ishimori did, but you know what I'm saying. Like, him coming back, winning the whole thing and then uh yeah, getting the his title back. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. A block, worst case scenario, Hiromu Takahashi or Taiji Shimori. Mm-hmm. Hiromu. I hate okay. it when, I hate it when the champion wins the fucking all the shit. So yeah. Fair. B block, worst case scenario, Yo or Bushi. Yo, because Bushi won't happen. Okay. Now, Hiromu Takahashi versus Yo for the worst case scenario, best of Super Juniors 30 winner. Who is it? Plus, I'll also say about that Yo Bushi thing, Bushi would still be a better candidate because his fashion would be off the fucking chain. Could you imagine him in a final fucking thing? The pageantry would be next level. Oh, walking around with the fucking, with the trophy, like with ma- a mask that matches the trophy. Yeah, he's got the fucking thing oh, sticking on. <laughs> Let me see. The wing, the one wing that yeah. sticks out yeah, of, the, yeah. of his it'd mask. Be, it'd be hot. That'd be cool as fuck. It would be cool as fuck. Anyway, sorry. What was that question before I derailed you? Hiromu Takahashi versus Yo for worst case of the best of the Super Juniors 30 winner. The, the best of the Super Juniors worst case, best of the worst, worst, best case scenario. Yo. Yo versus Hiromu. Yeah. Yo and would be your worst case scenario. Uh, 
Actually, nah. Hiromu would just because it doesn't make sense and it's annoying. But I don't think Yo would be an exciting challenger. But there is the opportunity because he only just lost. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but the this this sort of like arcing heel turn that's maybe coming around with Yo that has me interested. So he's not all the way. You know, I've put him in this worst case scenario kind of thing based on previous stuff. But I mean, really, I am still interested. Like with the Sonata thing, where is he by the time that all happens? Maybe I am interested in it. At least the stuff happening with him, he doesn't feel stale. You're not down with Hiromu winning again. You think Hiromu just taking his fourth straight best of super junior is like, you're just not down with it. No, I think that's really boring. Also, like I said, I don't even think he should be in the fucking tournament. You know what I mean? He's Again, a, Rafe says Hiromu Takahashi, boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like Robbie Eagle said in that press conference. <laughs> we, one of the big podcasts. Yeah, one of the big podcasts is saying that Hiromu's boring. And I don't think he's boring. I just don't want him to win best of the Super Juniors. That's fair. Okay, so Hiromu Takahashi takes it as the worst case scenario, best of Super Juniors, 30 winner. His fifth best of Super Juniors, fourth in a row. My goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Best case scenario, Leo Rush versus Teton. Who's taking the A block? Uh, I think... I'm just going to go with my heart and say Teton just because I want to see stuff from him. I think there's a lot of potential what? there and we haven't seen it yet. You, I don't know if you saw my face when you said that. No, I, I don't. I'm looking at the graphics. <laughs> you made me so happy. Oh, yeah. You I know just, you love him, right? Yeah. You made me so happy. Just I think there's so much potential there, but we just haven't had a chance to see it. He's the newest member of LIJ. He hasn't really had an opportunity to shine. Let, let's fucking put some fire under him. Let's go. Yeah. Let's back him in. I mean, they obviously think enough of him to put him in, like, arguably the most popular faction in New Japan. So let's back him in. Let's go. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Now, B Block winner, uh, El Desperado versus Bobbert Eagles. Oh. Oh, boy. See, my best case scenario would be Bobbert. Um, but I don't know if we're going to get another another title match. No, 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 no. Mm. It's not what we think is going to happen. It's what we want to happen. Mm. But then also, Despy coming full circle and completing that story is very hot to me. Oh, my heart is torn asunder. <laughs> this is tough for you, man. This is tough. This is very tough. This is tough. I think... Fuck, there's, I'm, I'm torn. I'm literally torn. So two of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Um... Let's play out some scenarios well, real quick. Let's so, play out some scenarios. Yeah. So, let's do it. so currently you have Teton in the A block. Yeah. So Teton would have a better match. 
with yeah. with Teton, El Desperado or Robbie Eagles. Oh, both both would be killer. Yes, both would be killer. Um, story wise, there there is something to be said there. Like Robbie couldn't quite get it done at Sakura Genesis, but then he fucking burns through his entire field, fucking learns lessons, and then comes back for the title again. Like you got me that time, but now I'm even more dangerous, and I love that. Um, and then with Desperado, it's sort of like his full final anointing, right? Like he's never done the Super Juniors, but he's done all the, the same thing. So it would be a great here's, feather in Here's the cap. thing. Mm-hmm. We, El Despr- the, if you win Best of Super Juniors, you get to challenge for the belt. Okay, cool. Sure. You get to challenge for the Desperado's proven he can, he can win the belt or even um, retain the belt at wrestle kingdom that's not a thing really that's not a bridge he has to cross anymore because normally like winning the super juniors that's what you know the next step is can he get it done at wrestle Kingdom? he's proven he can get it done at wrestle kingdom yeah he beat 10 shades of shit out of Hirobu at wrestle kingdom he last really time did they faced I, each other he really did he and stomped a mud hole and walked it dry knocked his dick right in the dirt mm. and like in what like 12 minutes just boom 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 done you know like that was fucking awesome it was a great match is yeah. is that the is that the big story anymore i don't know like because this is the final bridge for him to cross do i hate the scenario where desperado manages to get through like wins the best of the super juniors and then just fucking stomps out Hiromo again i don't <laughs> i don't fucking hate that at all <laughs> i think you like that you quite a lot to be honest because i would love despy as as the champ, and then you can see, you know, Despy can then defend against Robbie because they fucking had like a a banger in the final, you know. Also, Despy, uh, Despy challenging at Wrestle Kingdom, like Hiromu's got plenty of time to burn through a bunch of title defenses and get to that. Uh, he wants to set the record for title defenses, which is I think currently set at twelve. And I believe that Uncle Nobu, if he gets past, if he gets past Uncle Nobu, would be five for him. So Despy challenging at Wrestle Kingdom uh, and winning there to com- you know to complete the story, as Cody Rhodes would say, mm-hmm. is um, yeah. That's there's enough time for Hiromu to do his thing and then drop the belt uh, in a banger to El Desperado. So that could be a thing. Could be a thing. Exactly. I'm gonna go with. Desperado with the, like I would rather I think I would rather Robbie Eagles in the in Wrestle Kingdom versus Desperado would be like the coolest story for me long term than it playing out to be Hiromu. Oh, okay. So here here so Desperado wins best of super juniors and challenges at Wrestle Kingdom. Meanwhile, Robbie at some point challenges Hiromu along the way at like Dominion or something. No, no, like like Desperado wins this, beats Hiromu straight away, ten shades of shit out of him, has defends it up until Wrestle Kingdom where Robbie Oh, so Despy would challenge it like Dominion or something like that. Exactly. Instead of instead of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I don't think he needs the Wrestle Kingdom moment. And then you can turn around and have like a a Robbie Eagles at Wrestle Kingdom would be hot. Like the big victory at Wrestle Kingdom. That would be that'd yeah, be my dream scenario. That'd be fucking great. Can I add another dark horse into the running? Sure. How rad would it be to see fucking 
bad attitude Clark Connors smoke the shit out of all these guys. I was looking at this and like we're obviously playing out our personal best case, worst cases, but when I actually am breaking down the field and stuff, he could be very dangerous in that block. We might yeah. we might see him go very deep. Dude, the the Clark Connors versus Dan Maloney match, I've fucking I'm circling that shit. That's yeah. gonna be good, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah, I think um who will Okay, and so and then I guess before before we do this next little bit, I guess best case, worst case, winning the whole thing. Did I did I do that? So I think um, you did worst case. Uh, you did worst case all the way through. Yeah. Best case, El Desperado versus Teton. Yeah, and then Desperado. And Desperado wins. over Teton, getting to be a finalist in his kind of first time through would be really good. That would be some nice like lucha libre and a little bit of death match. Yeah. I don't uh, hate that. Both Teton Devil. Yeah. Oh yeah, have you not seen that giant scar on his chest? Yeah, I didn't think that was from a death match. So I thought he was just in like a it knife sure fight in Mexico was. City or some shit. Oh fucking no, hell. that was from that was from a death match. Jesus, down in Mexico with what a fucking axe. <laughs> I know, right? Somebody came at him with a goddamn machete. Yeah, fucking hell, that's that's hectic. Um, looking at this though, like in a more analytical way, who do you actually think are the favorites in these blocks? Like who do you think is realistically favorite society? Who do you, who do you so think is the most dangerous in each block here? What I think, not what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you think uh, we need to be I watching? I think we need to be watching Hiromu in the A block. We need to be watching Kushida, mm-hmm. uh, former winner and like making his way back now. Mm-hmm. I'd say you can never count out Taiji Shimori. Mm-hmm. And I think Mike Bailey is going to uh, be dangerous in this block, but I don't think that he's going to be in the final two yeah. on the final night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll put him in a, in a big match on the final night, maybe with someone like a, uh, maybe like a Hiromu. He might play spoiler for Hiromu on the final night. That'd be cool. Is this the um? Is this the year they pull a trigger on show, and like, like you know, he's got all the potential in the world. Do we start to see him? So know, in the be B block, more seriously, yeah. In the A block, maybe. I mean, they could do a thing where like just House of Torture, House of Tortures. Well, that, that's it. It's like, do we see? the shenanigans and he's getting through with bullshit because at, like huge and stuff, I think, or, or is, are they just at like any time? Yeah. They're going to pull the trigger at any time. You could see the house of torture shtick. Yeah. You could see house of torture doing house of torture things and elevate a house of torture. Like they could do it in the G one this year and just like, Oh, evil's in the finals. Yeah. Exactly. What about you know, Doki? Like, now that he's part of just five guys and they're elevating that, faction pretty aggressively is he i would like to see to doki do, a, yeah. do some fucking serious damage it would be really cool doki's the dude who's got like the coolest move set in all of fucking new japan and he so rarely gets to use any of it um like daybreak ddt suplex de la luna all that stuff like it's so fucking cool it would be so rad to see doki just go fucking off and i think with a like some of these bastards are crazy yeah like Mike Bailey is nuts. Uh-huh. Fucking Teton is nuts. Of course, we know Hiromu is a fucking madman. Leo like, is nuts. 
Leo's Leo's fucking crazy. Like they could go cuckoo banana pants fucking crazy town. And like with probably four of these fucking 10 dudes um, for Doki, that would be so much fun. I think, I think so this could be fun. the, that you see Doki, like say, even if he's not, you know, winning or whatever, you could see him pin a Haromo and set up a challenge for sure. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking cool, man. Um, I think, yeah, him and him and Teton are going to go off. I think him and Mike Bailey are going to go off. I, I hope that he and Leo rush, uh, like Leo's so evasive and like, he's, he's not quick. He's sudden, yeah. you know, like Leo rushes just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that could be really fun with like how wild Doki is. So absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's some good shit coming here. Let's look at the B block. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be watching out for El, El Desperado, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're going to be watching out for Robbie Eagles, obviously. Yeah. Um, Clark Connors, I think, is going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Kevin Knight as a junior heavyweight champion, I think they're going to like put some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's going to be so, he's so fucking like huge in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's going to be huge. He's a good-looking dude. He's tall. He's fucking athletic. He's got all the charisma in the world. Kevin Knight could make a huge, mm-hmm. huge showing out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can't count out master Watto, dude. Watto mania running wild. Like just yep. fucking four months ago. Despite what this picture would lead you to believe. Despite there's a real chance. The fucking <laughs> wild ass. Like, why does he look like a fucking Halloween mask in this picture? I don't know. It looks like he's just fucking eaten so many dumplings. Like they're still in his mouth. Oh. Currently, he's got about 10 gyoza stuffed in his mouth when they take this photo. I wish I had 10 gyoza stuffed in my mouth right now. Same. And then also, Driller is a completely unknown commodity. Like, I also two United Empire guys in the same thing, like Driller and Akira in the same block as well. Yeah. um, I was looking at that. I, you know, I think they just didn't want to put TJP and Akira um, in the same block, Akira together. But like, like I said, just, Three weeks ago, I saw Drilla and, and Akira have a match, and it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. They go run it back, for sure. Run it back? Run it back. So, yeah, I think the the dangers in A Block, uh, Leo Rush, Hiromu, Mike Bailey, Taiji Ishimori, possibly Kushida. Mm-hmm. Uh, B Block, Desperado, Wado, I'm going to say Kevin Knight, Bobbert, and the new Clarku, the Rhino Club. I think that that's, those are my those are my ones to watch. I'm going to tell everybody right now, keep a fucking eye on Dan Maloney. Dude is the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm into it. And yeah, it I, I think you're right. Clark, with Clark just just joining Bullet Club as, you know, with Finlay and, you know, the new savage of Bullet Club. So I think there's a very real chance he goes fucking deep in this in this block for real. Like yeah. and make some big so statements. So there it is. is cool. mm-hmm. That's it. There it is, our, our breakdown, best case scenario, worst case scenario for Super Juniors, best of Super Juniors, 30, the 30th best of Super Juniors. And man, when I talk about best case scenario, you know what I want to talk about when I talk about best case scenario? Is it? Internet protection. <laughs> is it some kind of internet protection? It is internet protection. And the best case scenario for you is if this me, ad went quickly. <laughs> if this ad went quickly. When you were in Japan, did you just connect to public Wi-Fi? No way. 
No way. No way. Because you, you know why? Because I got NordVPN on my phone. I wasn't going to fuck around right. with Japanese techno pirates. I don't know what they're out there doing. Hell no. Hell no. Whoa. Japanese techno pirates. That sounds like the do, fucking raddest. I know. Do you want a like, digital grappling hook shot from a cyber space pirate ship into your phone where they then hoist all your fucking data? No, thanks. Absolutely not. No, thanks. Absolutely not. Don't you want, you want Nord VPN. Let me tell you about Nord VPN. They, they offer you the most comprehensive protection for your internet uh, self, for your digital self. And you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash shorts. You get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And not only does it keep you safe when you're in the the land of the rising sun, (laughs) it also opens up all those beautiful streaming services from other countries. I really badly uh, this week, I I love horror movies. I don't know if anybody knows that about me. I'm a big fan of one Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. I grew up watching Joe Bob Briggs, introducing horror movies and things like that. It's hard for me as a man who works on Fridays to watch Joe Bob Briggs. So I turn on my beautiful NordVPN, I set my shutter account to recognize me coming from the USA. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sorry. There's Joe Bob Briggs there doing all sorts of great, fantastic horror movies, teaching me all about the, you know, the ways of the world and, and all the fantastic. I'm very tired. It's two 30 in the morning. Oh, well, I can say I did uh, the yeah. exact same thing in Japan because there were certain, um, certain streaming services that like, I'm only a member of the, like the Australian one, like Netflix will just let you, you know, log into, Netflix when you're in Japan and you're Australian account, you're just like browsing the Australian Netflix, right? But we wanted to watch Stan. RuPaul Drag Race is on. Like the finals are coming up. We want to watch it, but Stan's like, sorry, you're in the wrong country. There's no no way you need a Japanese account. Boom, boom, NordVPN, and then I'm watching it on the phone from my Australian account, just logged back into NordVPN Australia. That's the way to do it. Very What's good on for Stan? Traveling. Is anything good? anything good on Stan? Yeah. Stan's got quite a few things. The main, the main good things are um, RuPaul has been like Auntie the, one on of the favorite ones. Uh, no, Auntie Donna's on Netflix, I think. Here, um, well, the uh, Auntie Donna's Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun is on Netflix, but mm. their their new Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe is on iView. Oh, I don't know. I am unsure, but there there are heaps of good shows and there's heaps of good movies and stuff on it too. We have lots of cool. streaming services, but Stan actually delivers quite well. I, ca- I can't remember everything that's on there right now on, on the spot. It's tired, but um, but yeah, I do like it. I need to find a place to watch uh, Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Yeah, we need to find I it. fucking love me some Auntie Donna. Yeah, they're so funny, man. Hilarious. And uh, did you know that uh, Broden, big New Japan wrestling fan? What? Mm-hmm. I love that guy. Yeah, see him on social media. He'd be like watching Wrestle Kingdom with Gino and shit. No shit. Yeah. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Dude, my my WhatsApp picture is a picture of Cow Doy. Like, I fucking <laughs> love, I fucking love that dude. <laughs> He's All right. so funny, man. All right. Well, let's, right. let's call that an episode. I'm yeah. so glad you're back, man. It was so good catching good up with you, hearing all the beautiful stories. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, your your time in uh, you know Nihon, mm-hmm. and um, I love you, man. It's good good to see you back. Good to see you home. Buddy. Good to see you safe. It's good to be back. It's good to talk some New Japan. It's good to get it on the TV and catch up on everything, which is really cool. Um, Hell yeah! We also recorded today an episode of Drop Your Shorts. If you're a member of the Count Out Patreon, get over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just me talking other Japanese wrestling that I went and saw when we were in Japan so. and the Swallows. Mm, and about the Yakult Swallows game, which was fun too. So yeah. you can check that out over on the Countout Patreon. Yeah, if you're a, a if you enjoy our particular brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, you can check those out on the Countout Patreon at Drop Your Shorts. You can also check out the Throw and Dice podcast where I talk a lot about um, mini wargaming and uh, tabletop role playing and all the hobby that goes with that. And you can also check out the Faces and Feels cast where our man Rafe uh, interviews independent wrestlers and gets uh, to know them from, um, from you know, a, a personal point of view, in, including a, a match. Uh, I'm sorry, a match. Uh, an interview you just had with fucking Madman Pondo. That was How a, rad just was a, that? That was a quick touch in with one only man, man Pondo, who's just finished his Baka Gaijin tour with Big Japan. Uh, Pondo and I are going to get on the phone properly and do a full length interview very soon. Um, actually, made a lot of great contacts when I was in Japan, and there'll be a lot of exciting interviews coming up soon. You're going to be interviewing Brooks? Uh, I have talked to Brooks actually, and he did express oh, interest. Cool. So we will we'll see what I can arrange. But I would love to speak to. I Chris got to Brooks. see his last match in England before he uh, before he went over to to, to DDT. Yeah, that that, that is awesome. I also uh, I didn't talk about on Drop Your Shorts or even on this show, but I didn't tell the the leg of our holiday where we got back to Australia from Japan. We came home for twenty six hours, then we went and got back on a plane. We flew to Melbourne. <laughs> And we drove an hour or so, an hour half out to Ballarat to watch the Smashing Pumpkins play at a castle with Jane's Addiction and a bunch of bands. And Billy Corgan also brought the NWA with him. Got to see the likes of the Thrill Billy Silas Mason, uh, Kerry Morton, uh, La Rebellion with Mecca Wolf and um, what's his name? Basilisk? Batiste 666? I forget. But uh, a bunch of the. Um, Awesome NWA wrestlers wrestling in front of a castle. Slex the business was there. Um, it was it was really cool. Met met Jake's T in real life, which is cool. He's been on my show before, um, and got to yeah meet some of the NWA talent and see that sort of happen. So maybe I'll even be able to tee up some stuff with with NWA as well. So very excited cool, to to see what we can do and what's coming. So lots to come for. Okada Shorts, lots to come for Faces Feels cast. Um, and we, we're in business. I'm back in the country. Started a new job, different schedule, whole new me. So let's see how we go. Yeah, lots lots to come for these shows. Nothing to come for us. I'm going to go to bed. I am also going to go back to bed. It's 9.30. Amy asked to be woken up at 9.30. But I'm going to climb back into bed like we're going to sleep for another hour. Because <laughs> I'm pretty tired. <laughs> right on. Exactly. Well, buddy, awesome. again... Good catching up with you, man. Love you very much, and it's good to see you home safe. No worries. Love you, buddy. Everybody out there, rate and subscribe. Listen or die. Keep it right. Keep it tight. And most importantly, keep it what, Curtis? Short.
has been a Countout Podcast.